feel like you're always the last priority between your work, your family, and then the other obligations that you have. And if you're somebody like me who's committed to church family, your church family put expectations on you, your neighbor puts expectations on you, and then everyone else is putting expectations on you. And then amongst all of that, you're trying to find time for yourself. Hello, where is there time for yourself? Now, when it comes to meal planning or trying to eat healthy, that often falls by the wayside when you're ridiculously stretched thin. But when you're constantly eating on the go, it ends up leading to poor nutrition choices. Now, you don't need me from across the pond to tell you that. We likely already know that because that comes out in many ways in our body. We will be tired. We will be fatigued. Our hair is falling out fast. Sometimes that comes out as bag under our eyes. Sometimes that comes up as low libido. Let's be honest here. Sometimes that comes up and shows up as the obvious weight gain, bloated, inflammation. The list goes on and on and on. Yes, those foods are nice. Yes, we crave those salty snacks, those sweet sugary treats, those coffees. We love all of those things. Your girl has been converted here. But when it comes to meal planning, have you ever considered that it is actually an act of self-care that benefits you and the people that love you? Now, when you take time to plan and prepare healthy meals, you're actually telling yourself, I matter. When was the last time that you told yourself, I matter? Now, if you're somebody who struggles with putting in self-care and you feel selfish, this is going to be a hard statement for you to tell yourself. I struggled with it myself. When was the last time you told yourself my health matters? You might already be on that journey where you're telling yourself my health matters and you're making a great and conscious effort to go to the gym and then be healthier. And the fact that you are doing that, that's amazing. When was the last time you said my family matters? And in what order did you say these things? Did you say my family matters first? Amazing, because your family is your first ministry. But the reality is we all deserve home-cooked meals that are made with love, even on the busy days. If you're somebody putting yourself last, I'm here to tell you it's time to stop putting yourself last. I can help you do that, but you have to meet me halfway. Meal planning allows you to take control and finally make yourself the priority. And know, thank goodness and thank the Lord that that doesn't mean that you're selfish. Let's kick off to today's episode, friends. Meal planning is self-care. How to stop putting yourself last and finally prioritize you. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat? can feel exhausting in itself. Hello friends, my name is Verona and you're listening to the Lose Weight With Macros podcast where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. And because I know accountability is key, I'm going to be with you every step of the way, making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on Monday. So grab a pen or just use Apple Notes and let's get into today's episode. Hello friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Meal Planning, the podcast where I'm talking to small business owners, entrepreneurs and busy mums who are struggling to take care of themselves, especially when it comes to nutrition. Do I only work with those types of women? Absolutely not. But I do work with women who are successful and don't complain. If you see your health as an investment, then you are in the right place. Unfortunately, if you see your health as an expense, then this podcast and my coaching programs are categorically not for you. Now, when it comes to meal planning and when it comes to self-care, I absolutely absolutely never knew how to do self-care. I always used to feel selfish for putting myself last or even tried to put myself first. So then it became a norm for me to put myself last. I'll give you an example. I'm a Christian woman, if you don't know. They used to, and they're still doing it to this day. But almost 20 years ago, one of the things that used to happen, they would 
coincidentally forget, quote unquote, forget to set schedule somebody on for a Sunday service. So every Sunday service, you know, you need a graphics or a words operator. You need somebody who's going to operate the words and play the adverts and play the video system because we might have guests among us or we might have regular people who need to know the words. So we know that we need somebody on the words. We know we need somebody in the, in the praise and worship team. We know we need somebody in all areas of the team. Somehow, though, this always got left to the last minute. And then the people who were in charge of that team, unfortunately, that wasn't me. But the people who were in charge of that team were always scrambling. I'm sorry, is there anyone? Actually, no, sorry, it was not the word. But they were always scrambling to get people to last minute, the day before, the day of, at five o'clock in the morning. And guess who responded to those last minute calls? Now, isn't it funny when you have those type of people, right? Hello, hands up me, in case you didn't know. Isn't it funny? Not funny. When you have those type of people that will hound you make you feel guilty and push you. Those people who are enrolled into People Pleasers Express will get this. They push you into the point where you're like, oh my goodness, you know what? I cannot let these people down. I have to help. If I'm in the capacity to help, I don't have free time, but I'm actually tired. I'm so tired right now. I could sleep, but I'm going to go anyway. That level of guilt that we put on ourselves pushes us to do things out of our comfort zone when we know we shouldn't be doing it. Why? Because we want to please those people. You know, those same people don't turn around and say thank you, right? And then they come and do it again. Because they will always get somebody else to do it. Or if there is absolutely nobody to do it, then they'll go without. And next time, what they will learn is to plan ahead. But you don't have to put yourself last in order for you to run yourself ragged, for you to put yourself in a position that you know that you're not physically up to doing. That might mean booking another call. That might mean you have a rule where your calendar, you forgot to close your calendar, it's a new month, you forgot to close it or something's on the blink with your Calendly or your scheduling app and it happens to have double booked you. And instead of you saying, I'm really sorry, somebody happens to book you last minute and you have a rule where people cannot book you for a consult call. So they have to give you at least four hours notice. But you happen to notice that there's somebody new that's coming. You look at it and you're like, you do not have the capacity. But because of People Pleasers Express, you do what you know you shouldn't do. And then this ends up being the worst client you've ever had. Now, my friends, I've been there. It isn't a nice thing, especially when people don't even say, okay, thank you. Or especially when you know that you don't want to be working with that type of client. It's a client that you have to convince that they need to change their finances, their health, their nutrition, their business, whatever it is, you're doing more work than the actual client. Yeah, they might have paid you a hefty fee, but you're regretting working with them. This is where putting yourself last and doing all the things and thinking that's going to pay off, you need to stop. You know, for me, if you're somebody new here, I always tell a story and I relate it back to what I'm talking about. But you might have had examples that have come to your head right now why, where you do that a lot and you realise, wait, you're putting yourself last. Now, the key here isn't to make you feel guilty. The key here isn't, oh my goodness, the key here is just to change it. And you can absolutely change it. If I did, if my clients did, oh yes, the end of the story is, now I don't do that. I don't do that. In fact, I complain at the fact that how can you run your business or how can you run your church ministry like that? People are volunteers. I don't have to volunteer my time to you. Yes, I have to serve because the Lord says I have to serve. But at the same time, we can be in control of our yes and our no. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. And don't feel guilty for it. If you are, then we can work through what the root cause of that guilt is, where it's coming from, and then do steps so that we can overcome that guilt. And that is something that can be done. Your girl can help you do that. But when it comes to meal planning, the problem why women, even successful women, put meal planning last is because it's so easy to let meal planning fall by the wayside. Because of your family commitments, because of your business and everything else that you have on your plate, 
Finding time to sit down and finding time to map out meals can feel impossible. If you're somebody who doesn't listen to, hasn't listened to that episode, go and have a listen to the episode where I'm talking to my successful women. Hey! And I'm telling you how you can meal plan even when it feels impossible. It's literally called that. When we end up putting meal planning last, it often, very often, almost certainly every single week, ends up at the bottom of your to-do list. And you see it every time you look at your to-do list, you see it and you're like, no. And you put it even further down so that you just don't want to see it. But then when you open up the fridge and that was for dinner, you're reminded of, "Uh oh, there's the meal plan. How can I meal plan? And the fact that you're listening to this today means and shows me that you actually want to learn how to do that. Now, there are ways that you can do that with me. Independently, you can do that. VA Nutrition Coaching uk forward slash toolkit is where you can go and do that by yourself. I've created a step-by-step guide where I'm teaching you about what meal planning is, why you need to understand meal planning and how it can help you in your busy life. And there's a variety of breakfast, snacks, lunches and dinners that equate to the time that you have. And that's vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash toolkit. Also, vipmealplan.com, vipmealplan.com is the response to many of you who said that you just want a once and done solution. There you go. The toolkit and the vipmealplan.com are two options that you can choose whether you want the basic support or you want the VIP support with me week by week taking you through this so that in four to six weeks time, you're doing this all by yourself. There's never going to be a time when you open up the fridge and like, wait, what's for dinner? Say what now? you know what's for dinner. But ideally, if you don't have time, there's no way you're going to make that. Cauliflower crust pizza, I cannot wait to taste it. I'll let you know how it tastes, by the way. And I got that from Costco, my first ever, (laughs) my first ever Costco trip. Yeah. If you go to Costco's, believe me, if you set a budget of £70, no, or even $70, that's not going to work. I tried to set a budget of $70 in Costco. For those of you who are regular Costco friends, you know, it's not Aldi's. If you you were there and I was talking to you, that ain't going to work. I spent £250, best £250 I ever spent. I was so excited. You can go and have a look at my Instagram reel at Lose Weight Your Meal Planning on Instagram to see what I did and what I picked up and all of the meal planning favourites. And believe me, I am going to go there again at the end of this month. Now, I'm a woman who talks about mindset a lot, talks about it so much, I actually qualified in cognitive behaviour therapy. Now, I'm going to give you the why behind just a few of the reasons why, as busy women, we tend to put meal planning last. One, the biggest reason is you're too tired. Now, after a long day of work, of people, of, I mean, if you're an introvert, if you've been on meetings, you love your clients, right? But if you've been on meetings to back to back to back, that's going to drain you as an introvert. That's a long day. That is a very long day. The last thing that you want to do after that now is spend time on Pinterest, but scanning Pinterest or looking on social media, looking in your cookbooks, trying to research recipes after that long day. May I remind you? And then you're trying to attempt to make a meal plan after that. It's easier for you to just order takeout or you might actually just go in the fridge and just put together whatever there. I'd prefer if you did whatever's in the fridge, at least you're doing something. Because to me, that's a step that you're taking towards your nutrition. Then what we need to do is just help you put out a plan so that when you've got those long, tired days, you've already accounted for that. So you're going into your calendar and you're forward planning rather than reacting. You're, you're proactive. And now you bring out something that we've already cooked, that we've already gone through in one of our sessions and we've actually done it together. And so you can go and do it the next week or make your own rendition of it. We're doing hands-on stuff like that when it comes to VIPmealplan.com. But I know how easy it is, especially after a long day. But if you know that day is coming, plan for that. And you want to do a takeaway, you know you, you know your energy levels, you know that you're going to be too tired to cook, then plan for that. It's easier for you to plan for something than to just reactively let it happen to you and then be like, oh my goodness, why did I let this happen? Plan for it. Those days are okay to have. But when they're happening every single day, then we got a problem. We need to fine tune what that is and then fix the solution. 
Next, hello decision fatigue. Coming up with meal ideas when you're feeling uninspired is frustrating. I know that, you know that. It's also time consuming time you don't have. But rather than starting with a blank meal plan, it's actually simpler to just decide what to eat each day on a whim for you. That doesn't work. And how long does that work for you? Some of you, you might prefer to do that every day. But when you've got to come to cook it, then there's the problem. So we're working together with, well, how do you actually do that? How does it work for you? We're not just talking about generic meal planning tips and tricks and that I share on a podcast. That's great. But how does it apply to you? Because if you're somebody who doesn't like cooking, this can't decide what to make is just going to keep you stuck there. And you're always going to resort to convenience. Like I just said, I bought a convenience item. I got no shame in my game. <laughs> no shame. Okay. I will happily eat that pizza and feel no way, but I will plan for that. That's the difference. But that's how easy it is. If you know what's going on in your calendar, you can easy write. This is my day. Bam, 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 bam. The kids are home. The husband's picking them up from basketball practice. When they come home, they're going to be ravenous because they've been running around and their metabolism is ramped up. A little dino nuggets isn't going to fuel them. We're going to need proper food, then bath, then bed. So now you're planning for those things. This is how we're planning for things, actionable things that you can quickly do. And so you've already, you've either already done it or it's on its way. By the time that they get home, dinner is ready and delivered. Done. That's super sorted. No fridge needs to be opened. Nobody needs to ask what's for dinner. It's there. Either when they come in the door or five minutes after they arrive. Either way, you've already got a plan and you've stuck to it. The next reason why busy women tend to put meal planning last is because you don't think that you'll stick to it. I cannot tell you how many times, right, I have heard clients say this to me. Now, I recently did a survey about meal planning and what your biggest struggle is. I'll actually link it in this episode for those of you who haven't had a chance or an opportunity to share your votes. But the majority of you have actually said you don't have time, you don't know what to cook, you don't know where to start. And also, this is a big one. You don't think you'll stick to it. Now, this fear that you don't think you'll stick to it is greater because you're not even trying. You don't actually even step out to do anything. Because what's happened for you is you've made detailed plans in the past. You've got granular when it comes to meal plan in the past that you just didn't follow through. They ended up being a waste of time. Now you don't see the point in going through the effort. I'm going to challenge you, what was on that meal plan? Because I guarantee you, if it was chicken, broccoli and rice seven days a week, throw that meal plan in the bin. I told you from qualified meal planning coach, I'm not going to give you those type of meal plans. Why? Because you're definitely not going to stick to that. Who wants to stick to chicken, broccoli and rice every day, regardless whether you like broccoli, chicken and rice? Seven days of chicken, broccoli and rice. You are not an Instagram influencer. You are not an influencer on social media that makes it look pretty in everyday containers. If you are that woman who wants seven days of broccoli and you want flatulence that's kind of embarrassing in the beard, then great. Fantastic. If you decide, you know, well, Verona, I want to eat that. I don't want variety in my meals. I want to stay boring. Great. I guarantee you that will not last long. Next point is it's not a priority. And sometimes I think we need to get to this point where we're honest. Sometimes we can do too much, you know, Mm, actually the saying is not very nice saying let me think of another way to say this well look i'm actually doing the same thing that the word i was going to say we do too much pussyfooting around don't ask me where that word come from that's that's what i know that's what i know it as but we do we do too much and there's another way of putting it we walk on eggshells yeah we've got a tiptoe on eggshells around ourselves you know if it's not a priority for you tell yourself it's not a priority i don't want to put myself first i don't want to invest in my health because i'm not a priority tell yourself that and say it with your chest okay with this thing, so many things that are competing for your time, you end up actually prioritizing other people. Like I gave you in my story, People Please Express, and you, are, you prioritize other tasks first before yourself. Sitting down to plan meals for yourself feels self-indulgent, feels selfish when you have so much else going on. Own that. 
If that's where you're at in your life, say this is where I'm at. The difference is what you're going to do with that. Say what it is, then you deal with it. Lastly, you want variety. I've just talked about chicken, broccoli and rice. Sticking to a set meal plan week after week is great because that starts to build consistency, but then it can start to feel boring. Why? Because you start to crave more spontaneity. What do we do and how do I do this and what can I eat? And oh, I fancy this and I fancy that. But you could absolutely have that even if you still have a meal plan. On Sunday after church, I met a friend that I haven't seen for a while. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? Are you free? We went out for an impromptu lunch. It cost me £50, but we went out for an impromptu lunch and it was great. I couldn't eat all of it either. But it wasn't the fact of a meal. It was just the fact that we went out spontaneously. It wasn't rigid and planned in the diary. And then the introvert side of me, because I know it's too cold and trying to dredge out my house when I'm real cosy with my slipper socks, I ain't going outside. So for me, we took away all of that comfy and coziness and we just said, yeah, yeah, we're both free. Let's go. And I tell you, that was so good. And my friend said it several times. She said, you know what? I'm trying to get more spontaneity in my life. So thank you for doing this. I loved it. And it was one of the best meetings I've had in a while. And that's the thing. After meal planning can feel boring, we can get a little bit like, oh, I don't want to stick to it. Change up your meal plan. Like if you're in a, a relationship for a long time, it can get a bit stale. It can get a bit dry. Go on a date night. Have a date night in a plan. Put that in your meal plan. You can absolutely put date night. We are going to clear our diaries. I'm not going to get any clients. If you need the extra help, delegate that to a virtual assistant who can come and help you take over your diary management. And it's a non-negotiable. She's done all he's done, everything that he can. He's got the sitter, he's got everything because your virtual assistants become part of your family and you just need to get up and go. Even to the point where she's found your address. Yes, she's put some spanks underneath it for extra space and extra room. She's done all of that. You just go. You both get showered you go. And this is one of the best date nights you've ever had. And now you've been discovered things where you're not talking about the kids, where you're not talking about anything else. You're discovering you. Take one of those spicy card games, not too spicy because, you know, you're out in public, but take one of those card games that you get to discover things or questions about your partner. What things could you improve on in this season? How can I support you better as a wife? How can I support you better as a husband? What was one thing that I've done this week that really upset you? What is one thing that I said this week that really encouraged you? Ask those questions because when we're busy and we're doing it for everyone else, but we're not doing it for the person that we come home to. And these are people that you made babies with if you, or you're raising children with. These are people that know you. They've seen you naked. They've seen you gain weight. They've seen you at your lowest. They've seen you have your ugly cry face. They've seen you with snot in your nose. They've seen you with your bonnet, your headscarf, your hair messy, sleep in your eye. They've seen all of it. But we don't want to be vulnerable and we don't want to be transparent with that person. It's not easy being vulnerable. It's not easy being transparent. How did I come away from variety variety to what we're talking about now? I came away from that because I was talking about meal planning and start to feel boring. You crave more spontaneity and flexibility with your food. Have these things the same way you do in your everyday life. This is how you approach your meal planning. This is how you approach your nutrition. Nutrition does not have to be boring. That's diet culture. That's industry that wants you to stay stuck whilst you give them money and you don't get results. We don't do that here. In my coaching, in my programs, I don't do that. You know why I don't do it? It's because I suffered with that for over 10 years. I don't have time to teach you that kind of restrictive eating. Likelihood is if you've been in a diet and you're frustrated with the restriction and you want to be told what you need to eat and you want to partner with somebody who can help you, whether you're a vegan, whether you're a vegetarian, whether you're plant-based, whether you're meat-based, whether you're Mediterranean-based, whether you're keto, whether you're this, I've done all of those. 
through different parts and journeys of my life and in my health. I've done all of those. And even if I didn't, I'd still cater to you anyway. But the point here is we need to eat in a way that we feel good. We need to come at our relationships with people and others in a way that feels good. Not selfish, not being at everyone else's beck and call, but we have hello boundaries. If you haven't read, oh, I forgot his name. His name's gone out of my head. I've got somebody, I've got Donald Miller in my head. No, not him. And I can see him, Dr. Cloud, Dr. Henry Cloud. If you haven't read any of his books, Safe People, Boundaries, I highly recommend it. If you don't know how to set boundaries, get someone to help you. Read that book, take his course, do something else. If you haven't got time, read an audio book whilst you're in between getting clients or you're in between calls. Do what you need to do, but learn to set better boundaries for yourself. If this resonates, if meal planning keeps ending up at the bottom of your to-do list, I want to encourage you, you're not alone, but there is a way that you can make it work for your lifestyle. Now, this episode has gone on way too long, so we're going to have to do a part two. If you're somebody who needs more help in putting together self-care, I highly recommend that you do what you need to do. If that is, that's additional therapy, no matter what age you're at, they are going to uncover some things. It's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. But if it is to make you a better you, go and do what you need to do. The year of 2024, we are not staying the same way we did in 2023. But I don't know about you. My peoples who are with me, we are not staying the same way. If you want to, then, I mean, okay. 40 is the new glow up. Okay. I just went back to the gym after a good few months. It's cold, man. I'm telling you, in the morning when I have to get up at five o'clock, listen to me, my English accent has come out now. When I have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm sleeping, sleep and my food, two things I love. And my introvert self, hmm. But there are days where I have to fling the covers off and get up and go to the gym. When I'm at the gym, tiredness where? Tiredness is gone. I can sleep later. I can sleep and have a, a nap because if you know, you know. Once I'm at the gym, you would never know I'm tired unless I tell you. So it happens to everybody. But my point here is don't let those things stop you from getting to the place that you're trying to get to. But if you're somebody who's enjoyed this episode so far, you're going to need to tune into another part two. But if you're somebody who's like, oh, Verona, I like your vibe. Or if you just want to have more questions, uh, if you've got questions and you want to know what my meal plan coaching is about, then head over to Instagram. If you're on Instagram, lose weight with meal planning. Send me a DM or let's do it a little bit more formally. For those of you who like formally, you can go to the email support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk support at vanutritioncoaching.co.uk. If you don't need any questions, you're like, where do I sign up? That is VIPmealplan.com, VIPmealplan.com, and I will see you for part two. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight with Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites, tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.